This podcast is now streaming on the Accounting Influencers main show. Subscribe to the Accounting Influences podcast to listen to more content just like this. You can also watch this episode on YouTube. Please like and subscribe to learn even more from the very best experts, thought leaders and influencers in the accounting and fintech world. Accounting Influencers Broadcast Network presents Insights in Accounting. Insights in Accounting. Sponsored by World First. With Rob Brown and Martin Bissett. This is Influencers in Accounting on behalf of the Accounting Influencers Broadcast Network. I'm Rob Brown, here with Martin Bissett. And Martin's been in this game 25 years. He's been there, seen it, done it all. But yet we still have things coming up, Martin, that uh, grab your attention and make you want to talk about it, get on the soapbox. So what's on your mind this week? Uh, We come from Accounting Today. Uh, We come from Daniel Hood, editor of Accounting Today. Uh, We always disclose whether we know the writer or not. Uh, Usually we don't. Uh, Last week we did. This week we do too. We know Daniel very well and uh, count him amongst the friends. But that does not inform a bias or, or favorability. In fact, when you're a friend of mine, I'm actually more likely to attack you. When you're <laughs> and, uh, we're sourcing from accounting today. It seems like we do a lot of those. We do like the stuff that they put out. They've got some great writers. Other media outlets are available and we're dipping into more of these over coming weeks. And we are going to start moving to a two new slots per show that are a little bit more punchy so you can get a little bit of a wider stance on what is going on. But uh, for this week, Martin, what's Stan Hood talking about? Avoiding shiny object syndrome. And oh, oh my goodness, if I had a wish. Is this a, is this a problem for accounting practitioners? Um, not so much a problem as an epidemic. <laughs> more than a problem. Then. That opens up here by saying keeping up with technology is a major concern for accountants these days. I think it was a concern for accountants through all days. And the rapid pace of change and the constant flood of new solutions make it even harder for firms to decide exactly where to focus their time, energy, and resources. In other words, accountants suffer from overwhelm. And I think we can all agree. That's a lot of sectors, though, Martin. The accountants are not isolated. Oh, no, no, not at all. But simply with the Accounting Influence Broadcast Network. So, unfortunately, our views on engineers are somewhat limited. (laughs) So, what I like about Dan is he usually goes to specific examples and specific practices. And he's done it again here. He says, at Chattanooga, Tennessee-based... Market Street Partners, for instance, and he's now quoting this firm, our first choice for solving problems is through technology and automation. We will only implement a manual workflow if it's completely necessary. And even then, we will constantly reevaluate and be on the lookout for a more automatic solution. Now, let's pause here, guys. Straight away, there is a mindset culture in that particular firm, Market Street Partners, in that they have just said, always on a lookout for a more automatic solution. A firm who has decided that compliance is automated, that manual processes are not part of their future. And only when absolutely necessary, with no superior alternative available, do they turn to a manual workflow. There's a practice with a mindset, outlook, and culture that they will harness technology. Does your firm, rhetorical question, does your firm possess that same mentality? So he goes on to talk about Market Street Partners in some details, but then changes to quoting Greg O'Brien, who is the CEO of Boston-based Go CPA, who was even more explicit about carefully vetting potential solutions. Greg says, we avoid shiny object syndrome at all costs. He said, we first see what functionality is and if it competes with an existing piece of tech we have. The return on hassle factor, not return on investments, not return on earnings, but the return on hassle 
factor is something that must be considered. That's a good point that you've got to decouple from some tech and, and unentrench that and then reentrench something and integrate it, don't you? He says here, switching constantly hurts morale and is extremely expensive. Okay. So in this, guys, we're talking about shiny object syndrome, which is buying the latest thing, buying the thing that's pushed into your face the hardest, buying the thing that looks like it will solve all your problems and is a panacea to all your ills. And Martin, the vendors push this, don't they? They they that's their marketing message. This is the silver bullet. This will solve all of your problems. This is really going to help your firm. Well, absolutely. Sales targets don't hit themselves, so they, they kind of have to, you know. But those who are not used to discerning and breaking down and analyzing the merits of a sales pitch generally gets railroaded into these sorts of situations. But is that a bit of gullibility in just believing anything? Or is that just not laziness, but busyness in not doing due diligence in analyzing different options? Uh, a, a mixture of being busy, na commercial naivete, and not doing due diligence. Fair enough. In East Brunswick, New Jersey, says Dan, uh, Wilkin Guttenplan has a straightforward set of criteria for judging solutions. Our strategy is fairly simple says Tom Hazard. All technology systems need to be secure, available, performant, and connected for our staff in that order. We want all of our tools to be secure, protecting our clients' information, making it easy for our staff to comply with various regulatory requirements. Our systems need to be available for access from a wide range of platforms and locations. So here we are. So once again, shiny object syndrome avoided. Usability, reliability is what's actually weighted as to whether that is a good acquisition and technology purchase for that particular firm. They've all got the criteria, haven't they, Martin, for making good strategic tech decisions? Uh, as has Rebecca Goodman-Stevens at Burden, top 100 firm here, uh, who prioritises their tech investments. Now listen to that word, investments. When did you buy software and regard it as an investment last time? By doing a business case value assessment. Can you imagine? Based on quality of employee experience, improved productivity, impact on client experience, new revenue stream potential and ease of integration now that I like that I like a lot so I don't know who Rebecca Goldman Stevens is but I do like her criteria for evaluation very much so basically Dan then comes to a conclusion uh, in this article and again he, he's given a number of examples here but he says uh, and I think he quotes Jamie Fowler of Grant Thornton when he says that working with stakeholders across the firm from more junior staff to our partners and principals you know this model enables us to understand the quantitative and qualitative aspects of each technology investment. We often find the best ideas and technologies come from our people, many of whom have limited years of experience, but see the work for our clients firsthand at its most basic level. Now, here's a question for you. When have you ever consulted your junior staff before making a software purchase? When have you asked those at the front line who've got to carry out the tasks, who know what the clients enjoys and doesn't enjoy interacting with your firm, about what would be their criteria before you've made the purchase? Or has the salesperson come along and offered you 100 free licenses if you say yes by the end of this month? <laughs> so the insight from Dan's um, uh, article here, guys, that we would ask you to take on board is that shiny object syndrome is something that is particularly prevalent in the accounting profession. And there's a number we could speculate forever as to why that is. We'll simply say that it is and leave it at that. And that has a negative effect because you end up with a tech stack of 40 apps, 39 of which you don't use, and one of which you'd love to use, but you don't know how to. And on that basis, that is killing productivity. That's killing additional revenue streams for you. But most importantly, it's not helping you help the client. So I would ask, how well do you carry out your due diligence before you invest in new technology for your firm? Yeah, very good. Measure twice, cut once. 
don't get sucked in by these alluring marketing messages and big promises. And we've all, we've all been guilty of that. We've all bought into the gurus and the hype and the hot air and everything else. And it's really easy to make the decisions because you think it's going to solve all your problems. So a sobering piece from Dan, very well written, great examples. Make sure your firm has a strategy for evaluating tech decisions and any investments like that on a wider, more holistic, strategic standpoint. So you're not just plugging a gap with something that promises to do everything but delivers very little. Martin, any final thoughts as they go away? We're trying to get them to think a little bit more holistically and not buy into the hype. Yeah. Um... My good friend Gabrielle Fontaine once put together a course called The App Trap, which you can find online. And that was technology for technology's sake, is that's the point she was making. Uh, as a part, you know, having a lot of things that do a lot of things rather than working out what actually is in the best interest of your firm and your clients. This should be the override question for everything you ever do, never mind technology. What is in the best interests of your firm and your clients? And generally, whatever that answer is, will be the true north you need to follow to deliver excellent client experience and excellent firm profitability. You've been listening to Insights in Accounting on behalf of the Accounting Influencers Broadcast Network. Make sure you check out our sister show comes out on every Thursday. That is best practice in accounting with more practical takeaways for you in your accounting role. Enjoy the rest of your day and go be better today than you were yesterday. Accounting Influencers Broadcast Network presents Insights in Accounting with Rob Brown and Martin Bissett. Giving you the edge for latest news, analysis and recommendations in the accounting and fintech world. Sponsored by World First.